and welcome to Agile's Agile Shorts. Um, we're uh, here in the middle of the summer, uh, and we're talking about who you are, right? And it's about uh, today's topic. We want to talk about you are what you measure, and it's kind of a little phrase that that we have all used around here for a while. Uh, you know, trying to put a little levity and humor into our workday, like we always do. Uh, but really, you know, coming down and, and, and thinking about uh, what is it that we should be measuring? What is it that we measure today? What is it we've been measuring over time? And how have times changed uh, to the point where um, we really what we should be measuring? Are we are we measuring all the right things? Um, because it's interesting. Uh, uh, it, I'll be interested to find out from you, Kumar, when we start uh, talking about this. Um, we find out a lot about companies when when we get an opportunity to go into different locations uh, in being virtual a lot in, in this day and age uh, and start asking them about what they do measure. It tells us a lot about their culture. It tells us a lot about their DNA as an organization, kind of where they're coming from. Uh, and and are, are they maybe even some of the challenges that they're having in terms of meeting or, or driving change, innovation, meeting customer expectations, things like that in their space? based on what they measure. Uh, it's a little bit similar to, uh, you know, you are what you eat in, in some cases. This is the organizational's health is kind of, they are what they measure, right? Absolutely, yeah. It was This topic had kind of stemmed from a conversation that, um, uh, well, you and I and, and Jolly, who was not here today, were having the other day about um, about metrics. And it's, a, it's a, you know, for companies that are embarking on an agile, on their agile journey, it's always a topic of conversation. You know, what is it that we measure? What's velocity? What's uh, our cycle time? You know, wh whatever those things are, and uh, people really get hung up on those those measures. And so we thought it would be interesting just to talk about about this from the context of the outcome versus outputs. Which, you know, to to uh, what Mike was uh, saying earlier you can kind of tell where an organization is by the types of metrics that they keep, whether they're agile or not. Um, if companies are more focused on the outputs, the deliverables, the utilization, those types of things, it leads to certain types of behaviors. Uh, and for companies that are more focused on the outcome, and it's not like one or the other, black or white. I mean, there are certainly companies sort of lean more heavily towards one than the other, um, uh, more output focused or more outcome oriented. But for the most part, we have noticed that um, a lot of the metrics are output focused. And I don't know, Mike, what do you think about that? And you know, what, what, are, what are some examples of output metrics? Just so our audience is clear as to what we're talking about. Yeah, it's it's a we've we've seen that a lot uh, in this data analytics driven world. Uh, it's so easy to get a lot of kind of internal metrics, right? Metrics that are generated by things that you do uh, inside of your organization, and those tend to be a lot about output, um, a lot more about output than outcome. They're generated based on flow and the, and how things go and and what's being tracked. Um, but you look at things like utilization. You you look at um, uh, in in the uh, in the agile world and in Scrum, you'll talk about velocity and story points and all these different types of metrics that are very trackable, but can be used um, for things that they were never really intended to be used for, uh, which can give you a, a false sense of success mm. or, or or achievement because you're not using the metric for something it was really 
really good at producing for you. It doesn't really tell you what you think you're getting out of the metric. Mm -hmm. um, they're valuable. I think a lot like the Agile Manifesto, um, while both things are valuable, you know, you and I and others that we work with would value outcomes over output. Um, we've seen it happen a lot and, and you've heard us say it before. People fail efficiently every day at meeting their goals and objectives and meeting customer expectations. So um, it, it, I think that output metrics exist out there in, in, in mass. There's lots of them. And I think that folks have plenty of output, probably even more output metrics than they need. And even some of them that are probably antiquated based on the type of work that's being done today, the thought work work that's being done and the innovative type thinking time and space that we need to come up with the new wow, right? The new thing um, that doesn't happen just by being fully utilized and engaged all the time. The, the, the human brain doesn't work that way. So how do we move more towards uh, generating and how do we look at ourselves and say, do I have outcome based metrics and measures in my system or am I just kind of seeing that as a I'm seeing my output based metrics and trying to use it for outcome measurements? Right. Kumar, have you seen examples of this in, in, in your over the last couple of years? Anything you can kind of talk to the audience about that you've seen specifically? Yeah, certainly. I, I uh, think that most organizations um, are probably more in the output realm and, and examples of output-based metrics, as you mentioned, Mike, are things like velocity. And, um, you know, velocity um, was really created as a mechanism for teams to be, to be able to understand their own capacity to do work. Um, and somehow it got translated into a productivity metric, which um, leads to some interesting behaviors. <laughs> Yes, you know you are what you measure, and so if people are are starting to use velocity as a measure of hey, how good is this team and how productive is this team? Guess what? That team is going to find ways to make their velocity go up, and I don't mean that they're going to work harder and and actually produce more. They're just going to find ways to inflate the number. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, there was a there was a study done years ago. Uh, with dolphins, and I forget where it was, um, and the dolphins were were trained or, or given a reward for trash that they that they brought back to the researchers at the end of the day. You know, trash that was thrown in there by human visitors, right? Visiting these dolphins for the dolphin show. So for every piece of trash that the dolphins brought back, they were given a fish. And so the dolphins are pretty smart animals. I mean, a lot, a lot of people uh, equate their intelligence to that of the great apes, you know, chimpanzee or, or something like that. And so you've got these dolphins, really smart, really social animals. And so they figured this out pretty quickly and they said, all right, let's rip the trash up into smaller pieces. We get more fish as a reward. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, that, that's a great example of an output based metric. They're like, okay, we'll just give you more pieces of trash. We'll get more fish. Right. And so if management looks for more points, the teams are going to figure out pretty quickly to generate more points. However, it may have no effect on creating additional value for our customers. Right. right? It's the same amount of value that's being generated. Ultimately, it's the same outcome that's being uh, generated and maybe not even the right outcome. Right. So that, that's one example I can think of is, is the velocity of teams being used as a proxy for productivity. 
And I think there are many better ways to do that. And it's, it's not really about the productivity. It's more about, is the team aligned to the desired outcome? And there are ways to measure that and, and really get the, the team aligned to that goal, that target, that vision. Um, and, and, and then you don't really yeah. have to worry about the productivity so much. The team takes care of it. What do you think, Mike? Yeah, it's very true. And, and, I, and I like what you said about, you know, the, 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 the behaviors part of this, right? It's, it's, they, 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 they play on each other, right? Those, the, the metrics will help to form an environment where the behaviors, uh, that you're looking for actually happen. Um, and, and the, there's, you know, looking at this and saying, well, how do I know where I'm at with this? If I were to say today, if I were to look at my organization, how do I know that I've got what, where my metrics are and what type of metrics do I have? And you can do simple things like a, like a simple Ben Franklin, where you're putting outcome based type measures that you do today and output based measures that you're doing today and just list them out and be very honest with yourself and, and critical. Um, the likelihood is you're going to have a whole lot of output based metrics that you do today. Um, that provide value for certain things, uh, but they're not they're not going to be usable really for outcome measures per se. So this idea of thinking about today in today's world, you know, how tightly coupled are, are you to your market space? How much data do you have coming from there in terms of your performance, your quality, the way people envision and view your organization, the way they view your products and services? Um, you know, what type, how quickly can you gather that information? How good do you think the information is? And how quickly can you take that information and turn it into something that allows you to actually make actionable things that you can do inside your organization? Um, if you're focused on those types of things first and you're seeing increases in outcomes or the outcomes that you're trying to generate, which in a lot of cases, uh, we were talking about this earlier, Kumar, you're talking about in, in the world of uh, like stories and initiatives and stuff like that. It's around those features and initiatives and those 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 things that you really want to achieve as as a group of people or an organization, um, both in terms of for your community and your customers and for yourself, your organization and your people. How many of those things are you measuring? Are, are your people happier? Are your people more? Are your people feeling more challenged? Do they feel that valued? Right. They're harder to capture. You probably don't have all of the ways to capture them. There are lots of there's lots of information out there on how to capture those types of things. But first and foremost, look and see what you have today and measure that out. And you want it at least an even weighted scale to yeah. say, I don't have to necessarily get rid of the output stuff, but I need to balance that with some outcome based focus. Um, and be able to find and, and, and test it and, and, and see what kind of responses you get back on that. Yeah. Um, because you're going to need to get those types of, uh, of inputs in order to be able to shift your, your, your focus and, and balance your focus towards both output and outcome. Yeah, it, it, makes, it brings to mind several years ago, um, well, actually more than several years, it was almost a decade ago, I worked for a company. Goodbye fast, um, right? <laughs> it does. It's amazing how time flies. Yeah, more than a decade ago now that I think about it. I worked for a company where their teams were, um, it was a very um, a mature um, organization in terms of their agile um, uh, maturation. Uh, they, they were one of the early proponents of XP and Scrum, and so had been doing it since 2002 or so. And so these teams, um, their product owners were actually the product manager for that product service um, 
and the teams are so attuned to their their customers you know in terms of uh, the types of goals that the product manager would have for them the product manager and product owner really didn't write stories as much as they they gave them very clear goals you know hey this quarter we want to improve uh, website visits by X and we want to improve our customer MPS scores by Y and we want to, you know, what things like that. It's like really clear targeted goals, you know, with, um, with, uh, with clear targets that they need, that, that the team was being asked to think about how to achieve. And so the team would actually come up with the scenarios and the, the experiments to try. And the outcome of course, was defined by those, you know, increased by whatever percentage, right? And so mm -hmm. they built telemetry into their systems to assess how the users were using their systems and what things that they were trying were working to get them to stay on their site longer. Again, this is a web product, you know, web services, things like that. Um, but that, that's an example of a team very attuned to the outcome. No yes. one was tracking their velocity. No one was tracking their... Uh, except for the team, the team was, but no one cared about that. It was really, it was more a team metric to help them assess their capacity, uh, which is what was intended for rather than a productivity metric. In terms of productivity, the organization was just really looking at what features were being deployed to production right. that resulted in that change, in that outcome, that desired outcome um, uh, for that product. And, um, and so they are what they measured. They were what they measured. They were able to uh, uh, very nimbly and agilely, if that's a, if that's a word. Um, <laughs> did I just make a word up? Agile? I think you did, but we'll run with it. <laughs> we're live, right? <laughs> that's right, we are. Yeah, there's no one, no one watching at the moment, but there was someone on earlier. So we're very nimbly and agilely uh, responding to the market. Right, the way the market was uh, reacting to the changes that they made. Uh, and actually, this is how a lot of how marketing teams work. Right, they conduct right. short little experiments and they see how uh, the the public responds to an email campaign and so on. Marketing teams have have a lot to teach um, software teams about being agile, you know, and nimble, and really thinking about the outcome that they're trying to achieve. Um, leadership teams too. I think you're right. Those industries that are really in tune with with the with the community uh, yeah. of, of 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 people out there are are very good at outcome based measurements. Right? They're yeah. they're very attuned. They've been doing it for a long time. It's their business. That's right. Um, so I think you're right. I think there's a lot that can be drawn from the from those industries and and the people within your organization that do that today. Uh, talking with those folks and saying, how, you know, how do you come up with this and how do you come up with that? And and really saying, well, how do I take that back to my space? And what does that mean to us? What does that mean to our part of the organization? Or in a leadership sense, how do I create an environment where everybody, to your point earlier, Kumar, how do we get everybody pointed in the same direction? How do we get everybody measured on the same types of outcomes so that everybody's output can be can be what it needs to be to, to to reach those goals without a lot of micromanagement or centralized management. Even you can have this very distributed. Uh, and in today's day and age, that's a very big asset, right? To be able to do it that. sure is. And actually, this is a topic in uh, in a meetup that um, we're co-hosting tomorrow called uh, "Tight Loose Tight: 
that's the name of the meetup. We'll put the link in the, in the YouTube at least, and certainly LinkedIn, wherever we're broadcasting. So you're aware of it. Um, and we talk about type being, hey, set that clear vision, that mission, the goal, loose, you know, let the team figure out how to uh, achieve that mission and tight again in terms of the measures, the outcomes that you're trying to achieve. And this very simple uh, pattern uh, has been proven to work. You know, our, our, our friends over in Netherlands are co-hosting this with us and it should be a good meetup to talk about. Uh, one thing I wanted to also mention that, you know, you are what you measure doesn't just uh, apply to organizations and teams. It applies to individuals as well. Yes. Right. Your, right. your own personal goals and, and targets and so on and so forth. A lot of time people don't take the time, myself included, to sort of articulate, hey, where do I want to be in a year and six months and a quarter and five years and 10 years, whatever it might be? And how would I know I've gotten there? What, what are those measures that would help me assess, hey, did I reach my, my goal? And, and, and what are expecting? Yes, exactly. Definitely. And then sort of inspecting and adapting and sort of adjusting, experimenting and trying to figure out, okay, what, what's the magic formula that will help me achieve that goal, right? Whether it's weight loss or a new career or, you know, being a better speaker or whatever it might be, right? So it, it applies to individuals just as much as, uh, as it does to teams and, and organizations, teams at any level, right? Leadership teams, marketing teams, legal teams, software development teams, um, I, I think you are what you measure is uh, um, is is a truism for no matter where you are. I have an example for that. Just uh, in a conversation yesterday, I happened to have with the CEO uh, of another organization, and he mentioned he said uh, we were we got on the topic about a little bit about some balance stuff, right? About how do you balance certain things? And um, he said, you know, I, I went through real life. Um, almost like a, a made-for-movie story where um, it was a pretty harrowing event, a very, very close to uh, life-ending event um, mm. on a business trip with other mm. members of their business team. Wow. And it, he said um, it was, uh, it was, you know, prior to the incident happening, they're all talk, they're all measuring success based on numbers and bottom line and blah, 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 blah. And they get done with this, this, life-changing event and um the next day they're all talking about what are we doing what 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 why why is this our focus right we almost lost our lives yesterday what what should be our focus how do we balance this a little bit better because mm -hmm. i look back and i said that was what i was focused on you know that no that that is not the whole story it's a piece of it but it's not the whole story so mm -hmm. yeah i think taking the time to inspect that and to put other things in there other than just the financials, the the career success, the advancement, whatever those things are, um, what, are what are some of those other outcomes you're looking for? Um, and, uh, and, 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 and make that a, make that a priority, make that a balance within what's going on. People are dealing with that a lot right now with COVID. Uh, we're working from home. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, and then things are changing, right? It's the, what was it called, the big resignation? You know, people sort of leaving their jobs because of this, this fear of going back into the office. Mm -hmm. um, and, 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 and that sort of, um, ties in with this TLT movement, especially in Europe where lots of companies there are embracing this work from anywhere, hybrid, uh, work environment in the U S too. It's not that it's not here. It's just 
the way that um, some of the companies in Europe, especially Telenor and, and others that have embraced TLT as a way to manage this uh, virtual hybrid workforce, right? Some people in, not all in, and they don't really mandate whether uh, people need to come back in the office or not. It's just, it's, it's sort of a choice. It's more, much more flexible. And they yeah. do this because throughout COVID, productivity didn't see a hit at all you know, with a remote workforce. They've worked just as, uh, delivered just as much value as they were before. Um, uh, in some cases, it did lead to some burnout for people because, you know, s sitting in front of a computer, a camera all day long, whatever, is, uh, I can personally attest, it's quite stressful. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and personally, I am looking forward to getting back into an office. But, you know, again, when you just think about, you are what you measure, companies that are, Take, taking a more proactive view of, of, of uh, what the outcomes are that they're looking to achieve and allowing flexibility and freedom and how to achieve those outcomes are, are probably going to be well positioned to survive, have survived COVID and certainly well positioned to survive this, um, um, you know, the sort of the push back into the workplace, you know, in the offices and stuff like that. Yeah, I agree. It's it's the landscape is forever changed. Um, the new norm is going to continue to tr normalize over over quite over in the next couple of years, even. Mm -hmm. um, and we've seen we've seen a decade's worth of change get compacted into eight and a half months. Right. Um, so yeah, it's it's time to start looking at these things that you need to add to your toolkit and to, to balance things out um, because they're going to become very important and they're going to allow you to operate in this world that has. It has pivoted on us. So yeah. um, I, I recommend, you know, um, tomorrow's meetup is going to be really, really interesting, uh, especially for a lot of leaders uh, and, and a lot of informal leaders within organizations that have teams and other things that they're doing. Um, but I thank you for your time today, Kumar. This was a great conversation. Yeah, it was. Um, and I hope everybody else got a lot out of it as well. Uh, it's a really important topic. And spend some time on looking at your, your outcomes and, and, and the measures that you use. And, and uh, it'll take you a long way. Yep. Thanks, Mike. See you all later. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.